Rap Radar Podcast, Elliot Wilson. My name is Brian B. Miller. Hey, man, you get a full government, man. That's how you feeling, man? That's how you feeling right now? Got to say the whole thing like a Tribe Called Quest, man. <laughs> Queens, man. Queens in the building, man. So, B, man, we're in the home stretch, man. Our final episodes, man. How you feeling, man? We're getting down to the home stretch. It's the final countdown, yo. I can't believe it. Man, once they got us back in the scene, they can't get rid of us, man. Absolutely, man. Make sure y'all stick around, though. For that Queen Naja episode that's available right now. Available right now. Thank you to the Queen for blessing us, man. I'm real proud of when we do stuff like that, man. Like, what, Janelle Monet on there, Victoria Monet. And then we'll do like 38 Special, Geechee Gotti, man. We got to show them the range, man. They don't got Nobody got the range that we do with these Rap Radar Podcast episodes, man. I like to think so. But you know, it's also about why right now, like timely. It always has to make sense as to why now, you know? So 38 Special might have made sense. You know, a year ago, but today he does, and so does Queen Naja. So shout out to her, shout out to After the Butterflies. Make sure y'all stream that, or she says go buy it. She wants you to copy, man. Make sure you go to get that dust off your iTunes account, man. Get get busy, man. <laughs> buy some CDs, man. Fifty cents counting, man. You know what I'm saying? Keeps track of all those things, those sales. It's hard to remember that was passwords, man. <laughs> but speaking of which, man, I was looking at the landscape, man, and then we was like, wait a minute. You know, obviously it'd be great to have. You know, Collie Grove, Lil Wayne, and Two Chains together, but you know, Two Chains to me on his own is a story too. And I know with these Collie Grove projects, he really knows he's really kind of to me the engine behind putting those things together. So I was like, "Yo, Vida, what do you think about us going down to the ATL and checking our old friend Two Chains, man?" Absolutely. You know, it's been like five years since we last talked to him. It seems That's like it was crazy. yesterday. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, and That's a lot and a lot has happened since then, right? So you got the new Collie Grove. Project with Little Wayne. He just opened up a new strip club. We you was know, in the strip club, man. We was in there, man. First, was that is that the first rap radio podcast of the strip club? I, I think it has been, man. We we've done arenas, we've done helicopters. Now we can say we've done a strip club. <laughs> you know, well, for the record, there were no strippers dancing at the top. You know, I'm a married, I'm a married <laughs> man, but you know, it was it was Candyland, man. His lovely establishment. He has gotten off the ground. It's, it's a new establishment, right? For for Mister Two Chains. Yeah, you know, he's a budding hospitality entrepreneur. He already has uh, the uh, the restaurant and Tapas Escobar. So now he's expanding Ooh. his reach into the gentleman's nightlife space. And uh, he, schooled <laughs> us on, he schooled us on to, on to it too, man. Like, there were some things about that scene that I didn't know. Like, you can't mm. just open up a strip club and you have to be grandfathered in. So yeah. it was definitely an educational process for sure. And again, salute to him when it comes to the music, man. You know, I've heard about this project coming together for a while now. And I, I, I admire uh, Chains' patience, man, to go through the politics mm. of the game. You know what I mean? And like, and that record doesn't sound like it's old. It sounds timely. You know, there's some really good singles on there. You know, Oprah and Gail with Benny the Butcher, our guy on there. Like, there's some really good shit on there. Like, I, So I really salute 2 Chains for, you know, persevering. And now he's in a, he's in a damn rap group with Lil Wayne, man. It's official. Facts. You know what's funny is like I honestly didn't think it was gonna happen because it's been what, like almost seven years since the last project. Yeah. And you know, sometimes things just kind of fall by the wayside. But you know, like you said, they delivered a really solid effort. And um PPA is one of my favorites. We had a nice conversation <laughs> about that. Yeah, you gotta break that acronym down, man. You know, it connects it connects <laughs> to the episode of this this one right here, boy. Crazy. Absolutely. But B, I got a question, man. What happened to your Twitter, man? You got hacked, man? Are they trying to get you for this year-end list, man? These people trying to get you? What happened, man? You right? It's the Russians, man. I don't know what happened, B. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up one day, and all of a sudden, my emails told me someone was in my account, and they Damn. changed it. But, you know, luckily, I know a guy that knows a guy, and, uh, you know, we, we, we restored order, so we're back. Okay, we're back in business, man. I was worried out there, but I feel like the rappers got on you, man. They worried about that, that year-end <laughs> list, man. They tried to get an early peek. 
They're trying to get an early peek and to see what you got in the list, man. Who's going to make the cut, man? It's almost December, man. Listen, we don't negotiate with terrorists, but the list is coming out real soon. So stand by. Uh, and, uh, the rap world, the rap world the waits, man. You know what I'm saying? Also, the rap world the waits after this two chains one. We got one more to go, right, B? Our season two yes, finale. Sir. Season finale. We'll keep that in the tuck for now. We'll Ooh. keep that in the tuck. It's a good one. It's a good one. I don't think anybody's gonna see it coming. I will say that. I think it's it's facts. One we didn't even know was gonna come, you know, pause or whatever Cameron and May say. <laughs> but uh, you know, it was time, man. It's, and it's not Cameron and May. Sorry, spoiler alert, my bad. It's not Cam and Mace. Working on that, but not yet. So, but now nah, it's definitely a really good finale that we already got in the can. We'll talk about it next week, man. And yeah, season two has just been an amazing season. We appreciate everybody's support, you know, listening to the audio, watching the video on YouTube, man. We appreciate y'all, man. You know, the podcast space is hectic, man, but we continue to, you know, leave our own mark in the game and we can't do it without y'all. So we appreciate y'all, right, B? Appreciate the people. Absolutely. We have to, man. Without them, there is no us. So, with that being said, sit back, listen to Two Chains. Two back Chains. Back on the Rap Radar Podcast. Yeah. Yo, it's the Rap Radar Podcast. My name is B Dot. Elliot Wilson. Elliot, we're here in Candyland. Woo! Is it, is it the PPA Awards? This ain't, <laughs> <laughs> this yes. ain't no board game. That's for damn sure. Yes, yes, yes. Nah, Our we guys here. back finally. Two Chains. Two Chains. Yes, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all. It's been a minute, man, since we chopped it up on this platform, man. Good, good to see you, brother. Good to see you, too. Both of y'all. Chains, man. You're a serial entrepreneur. Where mm. are we at? Candyland. Candyland, yeah. I heard you bought this for your birthday, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. The reason I said that because... Um, yeah, the money that I would have used to 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 buy a watch or a car, I used it to help me get this piece of you know property, which mm. is which is, and it was around my birthday, so that's why it went out like that. But it was it was the truth. One of my friends um, called me from prison, and he was like, you know, damn Tony, you know, he's watching my page. Like, what you get? What, what you get yourself for your birthday, man? He know I, I'm a he know I'm gonna buy something. <laughs> right and uh I'm like man I ain't see you posting nothing on your page anybody and I said man I can't I just man I can't tell you man I'm I'm about to get something like tell me I'm just and I'm just one of those people who don't like to talk about things until you know it's 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 it's, it's, it's closed everything the yeah. ink is dry so you know the process you know it just takes time to do you know basically anything these days yeah. and it took a while and in my mind it was supposed to be um, open around my birthday and I was going, you know, and it just didn't happen that way. And that's how uh, God didn't see it fit. But it ended up happening and we're here now. And um, I'm one of the, I'm not going to say black. I'm, I'm using myself as like an artist or entrepreneur. I mean, an artist or uh, a rapper, but I don't like to call myself a rapper anymore. But someone in that space that owns something like this. Mm, actually the, truly own it, right? Mm -hmm, to have some ownership and something like this because they don't sell strip clubs anymore. You have to have mm -hmm. this. This ain't about who got the most money and all mm -hmm. of that stuff. Yeah. Even though I'm doing well in that department, I don't want to act like <clears throat> somebody in Atlanta's not doing, you know, this is a city where people are, are, are flourishing. And, mm -hmm. if, and if and if it was possible, it would be strip clubs on every corner, like liquor stores, because we have it like that. It's yeah. just a situation where you have to. It was this is all relationship driven. This is just like what I'm teaching my kids right now. Like money is cool, but you know, time and annoying people being in the right place. You know, you get a at least you get an opportunity, and that's what I was given an opportunity, mm. and I capitalized on it. 
Yeah, because the whole yeah. strip club thing is so much a part of Atlanta culture, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, you feel like that, all of us grew up in it. You know? Yes, mm -hmm. but to you have to claim ownership in it, the challenges of that, was that always something in your mind that you wanted to try to achieve? Yeah, so that's, 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 that's another part. You have it in your mind, but it's not possible here. Mm -hmm. I mean, like legally not possible mm -hmm. to open up a strip club. It has to be something that's existing. Someone has to has a, have a permit mm -hmm. and you have to negotiate that with the person that has, holds a, a piece of paper that's no longer, I mean, you can't get it anymore. They don't print this $20 bill or this whatever mm -hmm. piece of paper anymore, you know what I mean? And so that's where I talk about relationships, being in the right mm -hmm. place at the right time to yeah. be able to try to negotiate something with someone that has something so valuable. So you have to be grandfathered in. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, you have to do yeah. that. So, um, and it's still things getting cha changed over because because of that process. But it seems like once you finally got it going, though, it's, it's just been nothing but great energy out the gate. I saw Janelle Monet was doing things. Yeah, like man. Everything's just been on, on, the, on the right level of like, oh, this feels right. Yeah, for me, it's about support, you know what I mean? And a lot of people support me and my endeavors and what I do. And obviously I reciprocate the support, but I, I'm able to gauge it. And it's not about who comes in here and throws the, the most money. I'm, I'm, we got good food, we got good <laughs> good vibes, you know what I'm saying? You can come in here and, you know, make you a playlist and listen to what you wanna, you know, listen to. So um, it's not about, you know, coming in here and having to get ones to impress me or impress the ladies. Just coming in the parking lot makes me a very happy man, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you pick the dancers yourself? I, I've been here for some auditions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to, I, I had to see it all the way through, man. I, I have to see it all the way through. I'm, I'm, you know, this business is is different than some of my other businesses, but they still have like a common thread in them, yeah. you know. So, you know, like that picking, you know, dances and all of that, how that works, and um, and then telling them how to go get the proper permit to work. You have to have, to have a permit to work in here. In order to have a permit, wow. you can't be like a felon. You know, you wow. you you can't be like mm. one of them like thugging chicks trying to like <laughs> get it right. You know? Patrick, whatever happens, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it, you know, I I I actually got a, um, and I'm not talking down to anybody because I I became a felon very 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 young, and it just sometimes stuff just happens. Yeah. But in this system, I wouldn't never I wouldn't never know that like. They check you know, that. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to never know. Wow. I thought you could just so, you know, it's like they got like this moral standards for for wow. for some people. You know, wow. you would mm -hmm. think like this would be. You know, you look at like this got to be the out. This this the wild wild west. This got to be some outlaw right. but stuff. But there's some regulations. No, there's it. some regular. You have to have wow. fingerprints, two forms of ID. You have mm. to. They do legal some age, checks, the whole thing, all right? of that. Yeah, yeah, that's important. Wow. Mm -hmm. Having this place. It's kind of ironic because you made birthday song one of the best strip club anthems of all time. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy because birthday songs should be one of the best birthday songs of all time. It, it just, it's, it's blurry. It's a little blurry. And with the music that I made, obviously it has some strip club tone and energy in it because I have been attending um, strip clubs when I was 15, 16 years wow. old. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I remember a strip club used to... Uh, on Cleveland Avenue used to give away like free popcorn and that was like our thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we go up and they be smelling so good. We wow. might need to bring that here, honestly, man. It's man. That movie theater feel. Yeah, I mean, you come in that room and then they got the machine in the back and you go up there and we we sit back and, you know, so I've been coming here a long time and it was like, you know, I wouldn't mind 
you know, owning something like this and the opportunity came, man. It was yeah. a, it's a real blessing. You also have a great opportunity to make records with this guy, Lil Wayne. I feel like every Collie Grove album is its own journey to get mm -hmm. to the finish line. That's a fact. So talk to me about this, <laughs> <laughs> about this current That's one and the, and the journey it is to do that. And how, why is that so important? You think when you look at it to your legacy and your musical legacy? The 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 one that's out now, I am, and I'm going to put me you no know, more music out. But if I didn't do another thing, I would be just so content with my journey. Mm. That's how proud and how how much hard work, sweat, blood, and tears, and just timing and effort went into not only putting it together but seeing it to the finish line yeah. you know, patience it, patience it, oh my god all of that yeah so um someone that that is is not afraid to learn new things actually want to learn new things someone is not afraid to learn new people and so on and so forth this was a journey of all of those things mm -hmm. um it's a rap album it's Ooh, with bars it's yes it's a rap app it wasn't created this year like this has been this has been cooking for a long time. A lot of, and I'm into microwavable things as well. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I can honestly tell you, this is old fashioned. Set the the oven on 350. In that turkey. Yeah. 12 hours, 14 yeah, hours, 16 hours. Whatever that process is. That's yeah. what this process was for mm -hmm. the for this. And so, you know, you know, being around him is always um, a different energy from me because I'm always like the the captain wherever I am or whatever you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. being around someone like him who I have modeled a lot of uh my success after and who has I ultimately kind of like recognized as someone as that kind of gave me that mm -hmm. couch I needed you know what I'm saying because honestly without the duffel bag boy Ooh. I think whole little energy around that time when he's just hot mm -hmm. yeah and he don't even have to mess with these two guys like who are these two guys and then like a circle yeah. they actually rapping and it just and so I never looked back after that I was somebody that really mm. took the ball and just kept yep. running people you give me duffel bag I, boys I'm going yeah and I mean and I look back and it may not be anyone behind me I'm just still running mm -hmm. even from that time so the beta you know the first one I thought was something that I thought was like it was um uh, during a period he couldn't really put out uh, his yeah. own body at work. So I'm like- The first college girl. Yeah, the first one. I'm like, you know, this is my brother. You know, what can I do? And I'm, you know, I think I'm being smart. I could just really like use, you know, cause we, I would never like pay him per se. You mm -hmm. know what I'm like? Cause we, we do, but like, I got a budget mm -hmm. with these people who I would, I would, I would, I would, mm -hmm. I would pay if I want to be this artist or something, I would pay them. So. Mm -hmm. Let me pay my homeboy. Got let me look out why he whatever. I don't know what he doing. You know what I mean. So mm -hmm. that was the mindset around the first one, and it's still something that I, I I love very much. The second one was like we on every song. We know what this mission is right yeah. now. Let's let's um, yeah, really a group. Your mm -hmm. line. Yeah, we 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 on some. We you know we doing. This is the first interview I've done without him since mm -hmm. putting out the project because I didn't even want to, like, we either do it together or I don't want to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We you appreciate know? that. Yeah, and mm -hmm. so this is the first one I did without him, but, um, like, cause I'm I'm very, very happy, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm, 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 I'm Grammy happy. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Um, I'm like that happy, you know what I'm saying? When I talk about that, and I don't know the process or whatever, but I just feel that way about this project. Mm. You know, from top to bottom, from the narrations that I put together with 50 to the musical bed that's behind the narrations that I put together mm. with them joints, you know what mm. I'm saying? And everything. Um, and just so much thought that that went. It, this was just not an accident. Mentioning Fifty Cent, like the first voice we hear is him mm -hmm. on the album. Like, mm -hmm. how did you convince him to do the narration for the project? Well, I have a rapport with Fifty. You know what I'm saying? I have a rapport with a lot of people. I'm just not like I don't know what it is. I'm just, <laughs> just, just you know, you're, cool. a real, you're a real one. Yeah, Change I just be cool. And so yeah. I had this idea because, um, you know, it's uh, how, how do I explain this? A lot of the uh, projects that were coming out i felt like were getting back to like some type of interaction it was just like you know what i mean uh, at least that's what i wanted to bring back into the game and instead of doing like a normal maybe like a dj hosting type of thing because i saw uh felicia the goat do it with with with, with drum i've already done my own thing right, but yeah. even Sally, even yeah you know, with even doing that i would have felt like i'd have been even though i've done one i right. felt like i'd have been being a follower so to speak you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And so with uh, Welcome to Collie Grove, um, it's like this fictional place. I put college part, whatever together. So now I'm trying to, and now I'm listening to some of the songs and I'm like, they have these like, to me have a visual aspect mm -hmm. to it or whatever. So I actually wrote these uh, things for 50 to say, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and I sent it to him and I explained to him, because first of all, 50 is somebody that has a voice I think people can recognize. And mm -hmm. two, he's in the TV space. Mm -hmm. And three, I knew that when it was time to put out an album, I was going to do something to like maybe fuck people up to think maybe he was putting out. I, I had this whole thing in my head about trailers and just, you know, you know, chaos and mayhem and just yeah. like, what the hell are they got going on? And so <laughs> I reached out to him, but I was already having a um, mutual conversation with him about BML. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm in the first... I'm in the next whatever BMF company. Yeah, Stacks. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So that's my character name. <laughs> Stacks, that nigga fire. <laughs> that, that nigga cold. I'm yeah. telling you now. I don't even want see, I don't like to talk about stuff until you see what I'm saying. Right. So I'm gonna let me leave, 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 leave that alone. Okay. But look out for that. Yeah. It's so be special. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing um BMF. I'm <laughs> Stacks. I'm about to do this BMF thing. And so I hit him and he and he did it for me. I mean, it didn't take long, and he killed it on the first take. As far as like knowing how to breathe, the spaces, mm -hmm. just little stuff that us as creators just you know that I just wanted. So that part was done, and then it became time for me to like. Normally, I would let someone else arrange my album. I'm somebody that's like it's done, figure it out yeah. or whatever. But with this one, I felt the need to just do everything because if it was going to be a movie, then it didn't. It, I couldn't worry about tempos and what came next and all of that stuff because if you're watching a movie, they have these different scenes and different energies. And so when I started putting the scenes together, um, it just, man, it just made it a beautiful piece of art and I'm just excited about it. And and and, and I'm looking forward to using this old footage next year or whenever we go to the Grammys and, and pick, pick, up, pick up that thing. I love how you're calling it early, James. Mm, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. Word. What do you think of it when Wayne says that you and him are the new big timers? Do you feel like any pressure living up to that title? No, nah, I think that was just a bar. Okay. Yeah, I think that was just a bar. The big timers were uh, Baby and Manny Fresh. Yes. And we could never replace those guys. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Uh, Baby is a huge, you know, whatever you want to call it, yeah. mogul. Manny Fresh is one of our greatest 
producers of, you know, whatever. Yeah. And he actually had, did that beat, so I think that's what that was. And that song was a big timer sound. Right. Yeah. yeah. But you also compare yourselves to Ray and Ghost, because uh, you're a big Ray Kwan fan. I am. I am. I saw Ray <laughs> Kwan. At, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I saw Ray Kwan at uh, Khaled's birthday recently. I was like, man, that's my dog right there, man. I met, I met Ray Kwan in Atlanta. Hmm. He was going in like a racetrack gas station. I was with my wife. I was like, <laughs> I said, man, that's Ray Kwan. She was like, I'm like, that's Ray Kwan. He got like a certain bop. Just randomly seeing him at the gas station. I randomly see him. So I'm like, man, shit, I'm about to go. I walk in the store. Yo, Ray, he don't really know me at the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 like I would be if somebody walked up in the gas. I totally get how he his energy. <laughs> right. So he's like, what's good? I'm like, yeah, Titty boy, whatever, whatever I kicked him. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan, man, you know, Atlanta. You know, I'm like, cool, cool. I'm like, you know, then I hit him with my second, you know, my real job. You need some weed? <laughs> you know, I'm your man, you right. know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And uh, man, we built a beautiful relationship, man. We on old national, like the street I'm from, whatever, like sitting at this little place, it was called the Frozen. I mean, he pulled up in a Range Rover. I'll never forget it, man. And he was walking <laughs> up the hill. And, I, and niggas was like, man, this nigga look like right Kwan, man. I swear this nigga looked the whole time it was him, man. It was just, he was just welcome with open arms. He ended up, I mean, my mixtape days, mm -hmm. he did verses. And he actually told me that I was going to be, he he predicted, I mean, I kind of you know, felt it, but he, I remember him saying, you're going to be, you, you one of them ones. Mm. I always remember, I feel like it was a magic sign. It was like 09, 2010. We had just got Rap Radar going. Spend It was taking off. Mm -hmm. I remember Tex sent us the email like, he's no longer Titty Boy. He's 2 chains. Oh, he sent out an email? He said, See, he, he said stuff something. I don't be knowing. <laughs> stuff I don't even be knowing. Because he was posting you as like, you know, Trapper Valley, yeah. Titty Boy. Yeah. But it was like, now you're 2 chains. Spend It was taking off. And even The Breakfast Club, we did the show at SOB's. Breakfast Club hosted the show. I remember that. We were like a sponsor of you the show. You came to my room. I came to you and interviewed you. Yeah. And I feel like mm -hmm. everything was coming together. Like two mm -hmm. changes, like the artist, Breakfast Club, Rap Radar is a website. Like, like just talk about that. Like, like I always tell artists, like, it's really that one song, as much work you put in, that one song eventually changes everything, right? I think everybody's one song away. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Yeah. The biggest artist, the the, the yeah. one that just, it's just, it really take one song. I mean, you know, a lot of other things have to happen, but it's really one song. Yeah. I mean, here's it. It's, it's spend it for you, but that might not even get played in your set list now. But yeah. what that record was at that time yeah. was needed for you to be who you are today. Yeah, and it was something other people could relate to, like the song and it's mine, whatever it was, that energy. Mm -hmm. And it was the fact for me that this was actually my seventh mixtape. I'm just like, damn, seventh. Trying, seven. yes. I was on my seventh mixtape when I put People this out. You don't realize that. Yeah. Yes, and with that also came some shows, some 3,500, some five, some 7,500 shows, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To the point where I did run up, you know, 60, 70 bands. Yeah, I run up a couple bands, yeah, right? Yeah. That That's yeah. not with the, so I got bag bands because before before um duffel bag i'm i'm the song duffel bag i'm serving t tune too i'm serving rapper I'm, that's what yeah. i was known because uh, yeah 
you know, Luda's work, he used to work on the radio and everybody knew him and, and he knew me. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I really was in with a lot of rap Snoop and a lot of these yep. other guys mm-hmm. or whoever Come it was. Atlanta, before was I be, even was said I was a rapper, I would just do this. And so um so when 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 um that that's why I was so happy with when Wayne did the hook, the duffel bag boys, I didn't tell him shit. He just said, Go get <laughs> duffel bag. I was like, I'm like, nigga, how this nigga know we the duffel bag? It was just so much like <laughs> I'm like this nigga be paying attention, you know, because right. you know it was just it was just crazy how that happened. So, you know, fast fast forward in that space, I'm I'm having some money. I you know I'm I'm hustling. I got a studio, but I'm not recording all the time. And then I go on tour with Wayne to see just how much he you know raps, and I understand that this is so. This is a job. I'm supposed to do this every day. I'm mm-hmm. really. I'm I'm really tripping. I'm trying to like make a play and rap later on, and then so once I go cold turkey, no hustling, that stop. This other thing start happening. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I see it happen. I'm feeling it happen. I'm all the artists DMing me or whatever mm-hmm. it is at the time, mm-hmm. and um, and and that focus that I got from that that focus, I think I mean it just turned me up. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't about you know you know weed or nothing no more. So when the song Spin It comes out we serving it to radio and, and all of that. And I never forget this. I never forget this. Tech comes to me, the same one that emails you and says, man, we're going to need about $40,000 or we're going to lose this record. You mm. know what I'm saying? We independent. We're not with a label. He's like, we're going to have to get some people. And he's trying to explain to me like to, to basically work for us, help us. And man, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and they going, man, we're going to be up good up in Detroit and DC, man. We need, I'm telling you, we're going to lose this record. So I right. said, all right, cool, cool, cool. I hang up the phone, right? And then I don't answer for like two days because I'm like, <laughs> I ain't got but like a six. This is my rap, man. I done ran up. I got about a 67. He want 40 of it. Mm. And uh, man, 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 to this day, I, I, I'm happy I did it, but I did not want to do it. I'm going to be mm. honest, you know. Because uh, I could see my, I had a calendar. I could kind of see how much money I was going to get, whether it be, it was, you know, we call it the Chitlin market, which, yeah. you know, around here, you can. You can be rich in Mississippi and Memphis Those and, markets, yeah. and the Carolinas. And so I did that. And you had uh, to make that sacrifice. I had to make that so sacrifice. That I had to shoot my own video with my own, you know, money. And and it's just it was just like it was a lot of things that 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 I want artists to know. Like that I I know that is what makes other people believe in you when you're not afraid to like go in your own pocket and be like, yep. you know, shit, I'm, I'm gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? How much the video? Like, damn, that's how much, <laughs> damn, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and uh, I did that. Can't, can't nobody take that from me yeah. and it worked for me, you know? Yeah. And uh, I do know other people that will wait, kind of wait for somebody to, you know, do something for them, you know, whether, whether it's, you know, book a flight or do anything like that. But I'm just somebody that's kind of proactive and I, I go get it myself. You still got that hunger, though, man. I saw that you tweeted, I still rap every night just in case you thought I was comfortable. You mm-hmm. know, at this point in your career, like, what's fueling that hunger? Me not knowing what I'm going to say next is still super exciting to me. Hmm. Me not knowing, like, me, um, I said some shit the other day. Ooh. <laughs> I'm in the studio. I'm already working on this next project, right? So I say some shit the other day, right? Boom, and it's looping because I'm trying to get the rest of my shit together. Not the blue motherfucker said Man, I just heard this. This song been looping fucking 20, 30 minutes. Nigga just heard what I said, and it just geeked me up. That mm. you know what I'm saying? I said something about a, a a meet and greet. A fan asked me to sign a P, but I was going. I was in this lane, and niggas didn't didn't hear it until like thirty minutes later. So I think me just knowing that I'm not 
burnt out yet. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm still creative. I'm. I, that's what I want to say. I still have good ideas. Mm. And people pay money for ideas. People steal ideas. Mm. God still giving me ideas. That's mm-hmm. what I want to say. That's why I want to make my point. Did mm-hmm. I really want to say that? Like I think ideas is the one of the biggest forms of currency. Mm-hmm. I get them. I have a lot of ideas still to this day. Mm-hmm. So that's what my drive is. You think that's a blessing? It just it, it just, gotta be. Yeah. People buy them. People pay fuck me billions. <laughs> <laughs> you got a really good idea? Right. Motherfucker, buy that bitch for an idea. Think about it. I got some. Right. I done told you about this shit. I done, this 50 shit a year old. I done put together. Boom, these ideas. Even the shit that the trail ain't even. Yeah. The listening party in a movie theater. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Even what this listening party in the theater means for the next chapter of my life is all just like these ideas mm-hmm. I got. That's what always bugs me about artists. Like, y'all can make something and then you have to sit on it and wait a year maybe for it, two years for it to come out. But the crazy thing about this Cosmo project, even though it took so long, it doesn't feel like y'all just was sitting on this. It feels like it could have been made last month. Yeah, no. True. So, you know? so first of all, good music is timeless. We know that. Yeah. And when you're not talking about, uh, you know, whatever fact, topics. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, when you're the trend. Not, yeah. You you know you do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm just going. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know exactly what it is. So when it's not trendy raps or trendy flows or trendy beats. Um, shit, we got a song pressure out with a damn. I didn't even know the producer was whistling until we did. I'm like, we're gonna go to Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel and do this show. I want you to make the beat. Well, that was Fallon, the first oh, one. Oh, me and Jimmy Fallon, Fallon the I'm first sorry. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Fallon and do yeah. the show. And I want you to make the beat on TV. Because mm. it's like, I'm just saying what we could do to be creative and keep, you know, and then for me, a lot of times, because I've done TV so much, I feel like most of the times it should be melodic hooks because the crowd mm. there drives that what you're seeing on TV. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So if it's like somebody singing at the end, ooh, then the, you can hear the TV go. They get connected. They mm-hmm. get everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, I've yeah. done this. When yeah. you go up there trying to rap and shit like that, the crap, like, you might hear one, you know, and it could be a hit record, right? Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, man, I don't know. You can't You sure we're going to do this? I'm like, man, maybe we should do, you know, the Usher record transfer. No, we got to <laughs> wait. You know what I'm saying? That's our big one. We're going to. So I'm like, what can we do? I'm like, let's just be creative, man. You know, Bangladesh is crazy creative. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He he gonna wear a crazy hat or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'm like, let's let's have him make the beat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This is no bullshit, B. Right on TV. Right we on we practiced TV. this shit eight times. This nigga whistled the same way eight times. <laughs> I was like, yeah. and uh, I know Tune was like, man, Manny Fresh used to make beats, you know, beat, you know, verbally too, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. So it's in it the head. Yeah. yeah, so just stuff like that, just taking those creative risks. And then honestly having somebody like Wayne with me yeah. makes it easier for me to take these creative risks because I'm with a whole alien over here, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. man, bro, I'm thinking about just like, and he like, cool, you know what I'm saying? So, But I'm, as tight as you guys are, do you have creative differences? What does that look like? Is it arguing in the studio? <laughs> yeah, it's fun though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun, man. That boy, that's, that's a challenge because you probably motivate the alien like nobody else can. So Motiv- with that comes the other probably side of it, right? Either motivate or aggravate one of the other. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that that's where the other side comes from, right? Like, yeah, but like you me, can light that fire in them more than anybody in some sense. Yeah, I mean, and not just in the studio. The, Every video set, wherever it is, you know what I'm saying? It's just, 
No, because he he is who he is already. He don't have to really like prove nothing, and really not me either. And but I honestly, like I was saying earlier, I still I, I'm still in a space where I can still learn things, not like learn how to do mm. a record, but just still, you know, maybe I'm not carrying myself to the highest level that I should in certain instances, you know what I'm saying? And there's not so much of him saying that. It just made me like thinking, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I will, I don't know. I'm just somebody that's, I like to try to be as normal as possible still, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I told you, I got to, mm -hmm. what I got to do after this and shit, I got like daddy shit to do after this, you know what I'm saying? Doing my interview in the strip club and I'm a, <laughs> I got to go do some daddy <laughs> shit. Duality. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going, you know what I mean? So I'm somebody trying to, trying to do all that you know what i'm saying so but you know it is that energy where we we do want the best for for each other being yeah. that this is like your second time in the group like is there similarities or differences working with wayne versus dollar from player circle now that's a good question b thank you it's a real good question well i can tell you this me and dollar grew up together you know okay. what i'm saying and at this point i've known wayne for 20 years so we've kind of grown up yeah. i guess the second part of my life i ain't think about it like that wow wow yeah, wow. Damn. yeah. 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 that's crazy yeah you love a rap but, partner. But, 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 but him and Dollar were both, you know, on side of me when I got married. You know what mm. I'm saying? So Man. Wow. Hello. they both was there. Best men. Yeah, they Best both was men. there. Yeah. They both was there. Solid so, men. So the, the process with me and Dollar is that, I mean, it's some similarity. Dollar was rapping before me. Mm. Um, um, you know, I learned stuff from him as well. Hmm. You know, um, I don't know, man. It just, I don't know. Um, you know, Wayne was his little Wayne, obviously. You know, I don't <laughs> right. know how, to, how yeah. to put it, but just like when I'm thinking about like the process of it, not yeah. like the projects, but the process of doing the songs is 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 kind of like similar. Like we're not giving each other like a lot of direction. Yeah. I, think, I think out of respect and confidence knowing that they got this yeah. like you know i think that's what it is on both on both right. of those projects it's like i know dollar gonna go crazy i know wayne gonna go yeah. crazy yeah. yeah but how rewarded was it because the first collie grove there was some label politics you couldn't have them on every song mm -hmm. you're so now, good <laughs> now this album it's like you get good. to be a real rap group like there's mm -hmm. no solo song every song you're no, both yeah connected to that right? was very important that was that was that was one of the most important things for me that mm. we'd be on every song together. Yeah, we could have did the one solo song a piece or whatever, but I didn't. I didn't even see that being fit. I thought we all needed to mesh up, do songs, mix it up. You know, like I said, production was key. You know, we got Everything. two Havoc beats Ooh. on there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like it's how you got a Manny Fresh and a Havoc and a Bangladesh. <laughs> it's just well, what do y'all got going on over here? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, we can do that. Like we're able to do, we're in a space where we can do this. We can take mm -hmm. these creative risks and reap the rewards when it's time to. And so with, with that being said, it was, it was, it was more uh, fun to do it when yeah. we're, we're on each project together. And um, even the visuals, just being in the same yeah. place together, doing them and mm -hmm. not knowing what the hell we're going to come out the trailer looking like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's fun still. But I'm going to mm -hmm. go back to be that's original question because I don't think you answered it. I skipped your question. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> when you and Wayne do have a minor difference, like uh, how does it, how does it get resolved? Like give us an example of when you might not have seen everything the same way, but you got on the same page and that's what we now hear. Yeah. Is, we, is there an example from the new album where you felt like it was, it had to get to that place? No, no. 
with with Wayne, like, so the process with this album was a, a couple songs weren't clearable or mm. had to be reconstructed to be clear. Mm. Now, he works just as hard and if not as hard as me, so he doesn't mind that he'll be like, you know, fuck it, we could just, you know, we got other songs or whatever. Yep. My thing may be, you know, I think we need this one right here. <laughs> you know, work. I think yeah. we need to figure it, yeah. you know, yeah. and I'll just figure it out. But it's not, it's nothing that, that we can't ever fix or nothing where it, you know, we have to come to blows or anything crazy like that. It's just some creative stuff where one person is maybe, you know, more nonchalant and the other person is like, I'm telling you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We get this one right, this motherfucker gonna go. So but do you think I mean. he do you think he appreciates that you have such a kind of solid vision of what you think Collie Grove should be? Do you is he comfortable how you kind of assume more of a leadership role of like what that aesthetic, what Collie Grove means? He's still a part he's still very much a part of part of yeah. everything. Yeah, he's still very much a part of everything. You know, we text yeah, we text it done that. Everything yeah, we, yeah, mutually we talk, agreed upon. Yeah, we talk a lot. So. Yeah. Let's just run them like run this run this by. But I got I got run this by boom and vice versa. And then you know he he had ideas too, which was which was very cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, ideas too, which was very very cool. Which is what I wanted. That's what I told him. Like, boy, I need I like I like I want you to be a part. Like, I don't want to do all this stuff by myself. I know what yeah. you do. So that was important. Too. What was the example? Of one of his um, creative ideas. The um, the idea behind um, Oprah and Gail was his mm. idea with uh, Benny the Butcher. Yeah, with Ben the Butcher, the way we shot it with uh, his particular cameraman. It was three different. Our, our own personal cameraman shot this, like, I don't know, like cinematic, mm. like, you know, black and white footage and glued it all together. Mm. And the shit crazy. Yeah. You know what mm. I'm saying? It's one, it's one of the. You know, you pay all this money for. I don't wanna, I'm not talking about. I mean, all the videos look nice. Let me just put yeah, it yes, like that. All the videos look nice, but it it was something that I ain't see because, like, you know, I'm explaining. Like, you know, we got this. You know, we got an Usher record. And we got like a Pressure record. But you know, like, we got we really rappers. We got to let these folks know we rap. Like, we can't like, you know, and so. I guess he like thought about what I said or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that was the one. And it and it's been getting some great feedback. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's been getting some great feedback on us. So do you know if Gail or Oprah heard the record yet? Well, you know, um, Oprah hit me last night. It's <laughs> funny you asked. <laughs> what the fuck you want to hear? Nah, I'm just saying. <laughs> Oprah, uh, Gail, DM me this morning. <laughs> nah, 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 man, I ain't, I ain't heard nothing from them. Or yeah. what made you do that? You get a car. You get a car. Though, you man. get a Roly. You get a Roly. <laughs> I bought twenty Rollies last year for Christmas <laughs> from my team. Really? There you 20, go. Twenty-one Rollies. Damn. You always take mm. care of your team. Mm -hmm. And um, and I always you see that's the thing. It, People be, you know, like you laughing. People would be dead serious though. Mm. Yeah, I can get people coming here. And lady, all of them got forty ones. The women too. I ain't getting no little bitty. No thirty six millimeters. Nah, everybody, the Ooh. women, the women got forty ones. Everybody that's a part of like, I don't know. Me, I just, I just love everybody. I appreciate people, and mm -hmm. I, I like actually pray that I can help people by getting them rollies. I ain't really helping them, but they help me get to a certain point. And I, I reciprocated, so that's where the rolly idea came from. I really bought. 21 brand new not no motherfucking recent i really went there and you know and they was playing jane they wasn't mm. all bust down you know what i mean but it <laughs> was go. yeah yeah uh, yeah since we talk about some of these songs one of my favorites is ppa how did that song mm -hmm. develop yeah at, at the candy land <laughs> <laughs> no, i have i don't have uh candy land yet uh, 
PPA uh, is short for Pretty Pussy Award. I just be thinking of some crazy shit sometimes. Some ideas, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and I do have, I do have, a vision on doing a real award. <laughs> for it. What does the Pretty Pussy Award look like, Chase? Oh well, let me tell you how I was gonna do it. Please. Yeah, I'm gonna have a whole award. I'm gonna have my dog. I can have. Uh, Justin LeBoy hosted somebody that's okay. very toxic. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Right. <laughs> you gotta have a toxic host. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Can't do it in LA really because they can't get naked. Right. Can't do it in New York really because they can't get naked. Right. Can do it in Atlanta, but don't need to do it in Atlanta. Mm. And we'll talk about that off the thing. Okay. Uh-oh. So I'm thinking about maybe like Houston. Okay. Houston. I thought it was going Miami. I was. I didn't know where he's going with it. Or Houston. Miami. There we mm-hmm. go. Either okay. One. But Houston in the middle. Everybody okay. come all the way yeah. up. But Miami a good idea. Right. Too. And then we do a real people come, dress, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's different, you know, stuff. <laughs> you don't do me like this. <laughs> you know, they got you do like this. do me like this, but a real award thing where yeah. it's kind of like, you know, they have porn awards and all yeah, that. Yeah, AVNs. So, yeah, so it wouldn't be porn because there's no sex at yeah. all. Yeah, it's but a classy It, it would be just about something that I was in my head, something that's classy and sexy that that celebrates the female. Mm. Appreciate beauty on all levels. Yeah, that celebrates all right, levels. Man. So that's what the PP, yes. the Pretty Pussy Awards would be, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, at the end, we'll, you know, Grammys, they do a vote. Right. Yep. You know, we have to figure out this out. You know? is, is there a prize? You know, like, yeah. so, okay. <laughs> Right. Get a rolly too. Vote. You get a rolly. You get a rolly. <laughs> you get a rolly. You might you get a rolly. Man, they, man, listen, man, you might have to go G wagon for that one. Hey. So yeah. in terms of the song, though, who, who hits slow? So who hits fab? Like, yo, you got to get all this. So thing. I see fab. Okay. No, so that's that. That's a good story. So I see fab in New York, man. I don't know what the hell we were doing, but me and fab was hanging out in New York, and um, he came to the studio with me, mm. and um, I was playing these joints, and fab is like. One of them ones too. See, that's what I want to let y'all know too. Uh, uh, some of us has been doing this thing over a decade. Hello, they're still like, you know, hungry. relevant, hungry, getting booked, still mm-hmm. knowing how to put their clothes together, still knowing <laughs> how to like, act. Yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. Mom, Fab just had a birthday the other day. Still look taking care of himself, whatever yeah. the thing. So. I have a high respect for that because a lot of people don't even know that there's like probably four or five people that's at that level now that's mm-hmm. been doing yes, it. It's not that many. That's yes, very low percentage to be in your, if you're in your forties and motherfucking like, yep. I like to hear Ross say, ah, oh, my back, ah, oh, you know, like when you be doing that shit, like if you ain't doing all that, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know what I mean? Yes. But relevant today, not, yeah, not relevant, man. Yeah, 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 man, I'm booked this weekend, next week, took this bitch over the rest of this year, you know what right. I'm saying? And I'm a, you know, and so anyway, I respect Fab and so. Similar you know, I, space. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, went to the studio and that beat, um, man, that beat just gave me one of them, I don't know, like a, you know, we say yo kid down here, but like a New York type of vibe. Yeah, it has that. Yeah. It has that sampling, and my boy Mark Mark Bird did that beat, and so um, I was like, man, I played it for him, and then, you know, it's one of them ones where he totally got it. Like he like boom, and he went in on it. So appreciate Fab for that. That was one of the features that just because it was, I, believe it or not, it was it was kind of hard to get features on this project. Mm-hmm. 
yeah yeah it was people really i guess busy and stuff so yeah but when you talk about features you're like the feature king and this yeah. year like on the low you've been kind of killing it like Ooh. from larry june ocean that larry june is a hard ocean cuisine verse. that's really good man that's a hard ass verse it is <laughs> I got, we get some other verses you got yeah, off the lot with currency spaceship views of the killer mike album mask up Neat Bucks. B that's getting his list ready. I'm just see. saying. No, nah, those bars on there though. Yeah, he is. And you yeah, know, B ain't capping. Back in like 2012, you went crazy with like 100 features. So it's yeah. like this year, like, what's your approach when you go to do features? Are you just trying to? I still do them the same night I get them. Okay. And send them back. I still do them. You said same I... night every time. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I do that. I still do that. I got some more stuff gonna come out in a minute on this for people. But yeah, I still do that. Um. But it's I'm of course I'm not getting axed as much as I was in 2012. Yeah. But if somebody asks me to do something, I'll I'll do it and send it back because I'm already in the studio every night. You know what I'm saying? I call it homework. So I'll ask my engine, we got any homework to do tonight? He'd be like, no, you just do us. I'm, no, I'll do that. Mm. So yeah. do you think it has to connect to you right away for you to feel like it's the right song for you to be on? No, when I'm doing a feature for someone, um, when I'm doing a feature for someone, obviously I'm, I listen to the song. Yeah, now if it's something that I'm just not in that space, then I'm not gonna do it. And I have mm. some, I have some people have sent me a couple of things, but it's just like I'm not even, I'm not there anymore, or mm -hmm. whatever it is. It might be if it's heavy on the, maybe the booty shaking or heavy on some other stuff. Like, come on, man, I can't be you <laughs> yeah. know, some of this stuff. But for the most part, people been giving me some really dope, dope records and stuff like this. And like you know, the Larry record, Cardo actually sent me that record. I ran into Cardo at a hotel. I don't even know where the hell I was at, but I ran into him and he was telling me that he was finishing up the Larry Project and I'm a Larry fan. Yeah. And so that's how that happened. Last year, though, you had the record with the Osley Brothers, The Plug. Yeah. And you said God worked this out in a real crazy way. Man. Can you explain what happened with man. that? Uh, man, another thing, man. I was uh, in L.A. and I called Lance from 1500. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Lance. 1500 to nothing. Yeah, and I was like, man, I got this idea for a record, man. And I saw you messing with this. I saw you with Ron or something like that. They like, yeah, we ain't finna pull up now. You ought to pull up too. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we shooting a video. Wow. And like, you shooting a video, like, all right, cool. I want to meet him. I came, when I came to meet him, Ron liked me so much. He put me on the song they shooting a video for. And I had to go get some clothes to get in the video that same day that they was shooting. Wow. Yeah, so I get there. They shooting the video, man. He like, man, he, he started calling me son and everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Like, man, my daddy passed away. I'm like, Pops, what's, what's, what we oh, doing? Man. And yeah. we build that cool report. And uh, I did a verse right there. He sat right here. And I did my verse right beside him. And then they was like, you you ready to shoot the video? <laughs> so I sent somebody to the crib to grab some, some pants or something. And we shot the video. And then after that, the original thing that I called for, I was like, well, man, I got this idea and it's a song I got. It's called Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It's gonna come out soon. It, I, I love it. But that's how it ended up happening in a, in a, in a really godly way, I like to say. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Let's get back to some more of the music from College Grove too. Millions from now. Millions from now. Woo! I was just playing that pulling up. Literally, when I parked, I was playing that song. Really? Yeah, yeah man. That feels that, like a lot of your energy. on, on that, that And it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> The thing about my stuff is, and I mean this so humbly, so, so humbly, but when people come to me and be like, you know, man, I booked you in, booked you in 2013 at the mm. such and such in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. First of all, a lot of artists don't actually meet the person that booked them. 
Let's get that clear. Really? And I'm, mm. No. They deal with <laughs> you have a you, you have a booking person the booking on your agent side deals yeah, with that, yeah. that deals with the promoter. Yeah. Right. I show up to the club. I'm not. I'm not, you know, it'd be a couple promoters that make their way in there and do whatever, take you a picture. You might dap them up. Might take a picture up, but, but I don't, you ain't hit me up, gave me no money, I ain't put. So then you might walk up, I might see someone somewhere. And obviously we all look different from 10 years ago. Most right. men, are, most men mm -hmm. and women. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so then, you know, you do that and it's like, man, that was millions of dollars ago. Mm. Ooh, hello. Yeah. Humbly. I mm. just don't remember that. You know what I'm wow. saying? And so in a in a weird, crazy way, by the time some of us get a million dollars, we won't remember the person yeah. that we wow. had knew at ten thousand dollars. So money journey. brings amnesia. It just bring a whole bunch of shit because you got to do a whole bunch of shit to get this money and you just may not. Now, of course, those those special love and close ones to you. But this is yeah. and honestly, this is just my theory, my right. take on things. I don't I'm not right about everything, but, you know, I'm not somebody that says money should change you or nothing like that. But, you know, in, in certain senses, by the time you say, for instance, for me, you know, originally from me to get a meeting, I'm gonna have to do so many, so many shows, right? Mm -hmm. So then I'm yeah. in different states, yep. different stages. I see different fans. I'm not just getting my million dollars in Vegas at a resident. Right. I'm actually moving around. You, gotta go across you know, the and even if it was Vegas, that's a tourist city, so mm -hmm. people would be moving around. So don't expect me, and that's all I'm saying. Mm. So I might. I won't so, remember you. I won't remember you. You know, so <laughs> me and I won't remember. You know, I remember you. Cause you still around, <laughs> right. but if you came back and like, man, I was in your room, I'm like, this is yeah. weird, you know what I mean? This is weird. So that, that's what it is, man. You would say you made a million dollars bootlegging your own mixtape. That's facts too. How'd you do man, that? Man, I just be telling the truth. Hey, the truth is important, True. man. That's why you're here. Well, when I say bootlegging my own mixtape is I did the mixtape and then, you know, this is back when you had to uh, press up so many CDs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and you know, this is around, this is right after I seen Jeezy uh, run, run this shit all the way up. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Hello. I'm seeing all these niggas run this shit up. So by the time I get to uh, like True Religion and all that stuff, I just started, you know, pressing up more of my things to sell. And mm. so that's what I meant by, you know, so when I did get my deal, when I finally went back to Def Jam, it, it wasn't so much about the money. And, and definitely I wasn't doing a 360. Cause I had so much leverage and I had some some money. My my thing in every meeting that I went to was about being a um, an international superstar. Like what y'all got going on internationally? Yeah. That was some of my questions. How many you have? You have employees over there. Some would say twenty. Some would would say you know we have this this. And so I wanted to be known internationally because I felt like when I finally was going to get a deal, I had. I already made some, I had been to South Dakota, North Dakota, I'd have been to Boise, Idaho. I'm one of them people. Mm. Well, I done touched, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm like, I done did the whole United States. Yeah, yeah. When I look up, I did the whole, you know? And so of course I'm, I, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, I ain't done Montana or some shit like mm -hmm. that, but, and so that's, that was my, my, uh, my, my approach to, to you know, doing what I'm doing. Why do you think you was ready for like, cause think about it, like you put all the work in, to get to that moment, spend it happens. Then I remember just that first run, everybody felt like chains can't miss, no mm -hmm. lie, mm -hmm. birthday, yeah. everything was just like this. Like, why mm -hmm. do you think you were so built for it that moment? And like, what was that like with that momentum you was building at that time? Just wanted it so bad, man. That's, that's, I had to, I had to really remind myself, not all the time, but sometimes I have to remind myself that I, I prayed to be here. Mm -hmm. Like, 
asked to like ask yeah, whatever please. God I believe in, you know, what I believe in, I prayed to be. So sometimes when I don't feel like taking a picture or fucking like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, because I'm a human being with, you know, mm -hmm. feelings and most sometimes I'm tired and all that stuff. I do actually have to think like, man, I prayed to be like a, not, I prayed to be like a, Good, like rapper. I ain't just say I just want to rap, Lord. <laughs> please, just like let me be a rapper. I was one like, I want ones. to be like, yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm really letting it. Then it's like it's starting to happen. It's starting to because you know, for me, it's about lining up. I remember how the no light thing happened. I remember Woo. how I remember how the birthday song happened when when Ye heard. I remember I remember how all these things even happened. Well, I remember break how they, that down though. Break that down. I think a lot of people don't know at this point that was you know that's with. What, with those the whole spend it takes off. Just spend it takes off, and then no uh, lie and like birthday like that. That whole yeah, momentum no you were building. No like, lie, no lie. I saw Drake at a All Star game, and I'm I'm popping. I mean, like yeah. people yelling two chains from the court <laughs> during during um, the national anthem. I'm like LeBron mm. yelling two, and but I'm like in row ten at the same time. Mm. Wow, I still ain't got my shit all the way together mm. now. I see, I think I see Tune down there on the bench, which I know wherever he at, even then I'm good. And um, I see Tune, I see a couple other people, you know, I see they know me down here, you know what I mean? So yeah. just like anything else, I just man, act like I supposed to be here. So I started walking down. Mm -hmm. And man, Purpose. now that I'm thinking about this, I never forget, I remember Mary J. Blige, even though I'm really, I'm cool with her now. I remember her saying, hey, two chains. And I'm like, Man, Mary know who the fuck I am. Mm. I remember just being it's a like moment. Mm -hmm. And then I ran into Drizzy, but I already knew him from when I went on tour with I am Wayne music. back I am then. Music yeah, tour, I am yep. music to mm -hmm. to see like, oh, this how you you know you get off stage and then you go back to the studio. Like that's all Wayne did. So that's what when I talked about going cold turkey with the trapping. So when I saw him, he was like, "Man, what's good?" I said, "Man, you know, I got one for you." Mm. And I was lying. <laughs> 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 so it's funny that's called no lie. It's funny that it's called no lie. That's hilarious. But one of my investments before I got my deal was this tour bus with a studio on it because I already done seen um, what this boy Wayne be doing on this on bus. The bus yeah. Yeah, I'm already seen, when I Use went on the tour bus, with him, yeah. he, he let me. I'm sleeping on the studio bus, so that was one of my big. I don't went through like two of these little convert. This is before Sprinter, so I'm going mm -hmm. through these little turtle top bands, and then I saw. Uh, tour buses, three, four hundred thousand. Like, you know, Mama got a house. I had got her a house, and this is before I even got my house. I said, mm. you know how you know how we think. Got to get mm. it right. Like, yep. no, nah, this is how we think. If shit don't go right, we go back to Mama. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, this yes. is how how you know. And I've I've met mentors in my life that told me that's not the way that other cultures think. That's just some like some really some black shit. You it, know is. Know? it is. So I get out of this house, and then I get this tour bus. But in my mind, I'm like, the two bus got beds, kitchen, and if I got two niggas, this the crib. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, the bus outside, and I go to the bus, and I, my engineer, and I go tell my engineer, I said, shit, man, I just told Drake I got some for him. He said, send it. And he's like, what you gonna send him? I'm like, man, I don't know. So they was like, we need to pull up some beats. And me and Mike Will had been working together for years since Mike Will, before Mike Will was 21. Mm -hmm. I literally, I've said this before, I used to sneak him in the clubs with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He was just somebody that just, Mike Will was someone that just did not take no for an answer. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, like, and it worked for him. He did not, <laughs> there was no way he was not pulling up on you. Yeah, like, yeah. It, was no, it was no way. And so even though Mike Will wasn't there, 
his um he was on my mind you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying i'm like mm-hmm. play these you know let's play mike will you know he, he might have something the, yeah yeah and he played the beat and then no lie be like had like some type of drop in it that i told myself this sounds like a part where drake could do mm. like some melody you know <laughs> i feel like i feel like drake will do some melody shit right here so i do a verse right then and there boom and i sent it to him uh, and he's like you know great whatever he's gonna you know he got me Mm. You know, and I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, man, shit finna be crazy. And you know, he got me turned to like a week and maybe took like two weeks and maybe not a month, but maybe maybe three weeks, you know what I'm saying? And while I'm just like waiting like to see what he gets, I do another verse, just waiting, you know what I'm saying? On the same song. On the same mm-hmm. song. I do another verse. Um, name a nigga that wants some, I'll rap his ass, I'll trap his ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and sent that to him? Mm-mm. I'm oh. just, now I'm just sitting on that Okay, one. gotcha. Yeah, yep. I only sent the first one. And so then, boom. And so when he does do the hook, he sends the hook and he does a verse, which is like, if, if Drake does that for anybody, you, you should, you should. And if you can't win off that, then you should just not, mm. you should not just like, <laughs> you know. New occupation. And if he does it for B-Dot. Hey, that might happen one day. If he does that for, I mean, that's just my personal opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm talking about even now, you know what I'm 100%. saying? It you know actually I mean? still works now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's crazy, he, he, right? He, I'm telling you. So he sent this this hook. <laughs> I said, "Oh no, this is no bullshit." I listened to the song two times, and I never listened to it again. I said, "This is my first time knowing what a hit sound like." I put mm. that on everything. I'm like, "This shit." Yeah, it sounded like I heard this shit a hundred times. It was already done. Yeah, and I keep closing it because in my mind it was it was like my computer, and I, I just remember like. Um, I, I, and I remember my homeboy came, and I I remember playing it for him, and I just you don't need to hear it once. <laughs> mm. I'm like you know what this you know, I, you know, and I put my and and, and that that one was that, and then uh, with the birthday song I did South by Southwest and Big Sean and Kanye came to support me, mm-hmm. boom boom boom, and um, at this time, same thing I got my bus outside with my studio, and I got my chef with me. I've been having a chef for. 10, 15 years, but that's something that I also saw Wayne had back mm-hmm. in 08. So I got yep. the chef, only yep. eat certain food. I've been only eating certain food. Yeah. And um, and I don't really I'm not a fast food eater. So I got my chef cooking. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Got everything smell. So I'm like, man, you know, you guys want something to eat. Like, and I remember Sean got something different, whatever it was, and Ye got something different, and we on my studio bus. And I had a song in my mind that I thought was some Ye shit, and I'm sure everybody always does this to everybody. This some two chain shit, and I'm like, no, it ain't. Nigga. <laughs> so I'm like, I play this shit for Ye, and he's like, oh, let me let me see what else you got, you know. And I was like, damn man, I just knew he was gonna love mm. this song, you know. And I play song cool, and then I play this song, you know. Uh, my birthday is a big booty hoe, and he. He was like, that's hard. <laughs> and I was like. You on me? this one? He, like, he, he, he said some more stuff that I ain't going to say, right? And so, um, yeah, he was like, this the one. And, I, and you know, the, and shout out to Sonny Digital because he was hmm. a producer on that. And then, you know, that, that that took off too. So all this energy was just. But but so, so that be ready for the momentum. Be yeah, ready but, for the moment. but I want to say this: those two songs. So no lie was my first single. Uh, Birthday song was my second single, but my third single was I'm different, right? Mm-hmm. And and with I'm different, I remember being in London, and them telling me that 
it had, it was platinum. It sold him, you know, it did this thing. And that out of all the songs made me feel like I was the uh, artist or whatever I came because mm. it was just me. Just you I, on the I, song, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I did the hook. Yeah, I did the verse. Yeah, Musta did the beat. Ain't no sample. Ain't yep. nothing. Like with no lie, I still, well, it kept. I still was humble. I like this. Yeah. It was Drake on it. You know, Drake's I mean, hot I out here. Stupid. Yeah, with, with, he blessed uh, me. Right, yeah, he blessed me with birthday song. He's like, yeah, he don't pick the person to do the video here and the song. Like, man, this, you know, I'm, I wasn't, mm -hmm. I wasn't, you know. But when I'm different, woof, went platinum. Undeniable. I'm in, I'm in the mirror like, you got this, you know what I'm saying? It's you. <laughs> right. It's you, you know what I'm saying? That's right, shorty, you know what I'm saying? They all know, they, they believe you, they, you know what I'm saying? All the club, they thought you, you, you did this. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. just that. And so that was the Dope. energy behind that, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I feel that way for other artists too. I'm like, artists know when they ain't done shit. Like, you know, yeah. you know. Your you moment. Know, yeah, you it's are, truly you. I don't just know if you, you uh, sometimes they be like, you know, throw this money away because I know I ain't done shit. Or sometimes they be like, let me be cool because it's, you know, two ways to do it. But, you know, for me, that was my energy around the time. Right. Earlier, you said, you know, you're working on your own solo stuff still. Mm -hmm. You know, um, last year, though, for your project, uh, you had a song called Free BG. Mm -hmm. Now, Free yeah. BG's Free. Yeah, BG's. <laughs> yeah, we have a song together already. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, BG's a real. I actually knew BG. I met BG before I met Wayne. Wow. wow. Because BG, for people who know the Hot Boys thing, they broke up or whatever, and BG came to Atlanta. Mm. And once again, I was selling, I was trapping, you know what I mean? And um, he came to Atlanta. And when he came to Atlanta, everybody was like, man, you know, BG, Atlanta was like fucking with him. I'm T.I. was, had him around a lot. And yeah. so. Trying to bring him to Grand Hustle Grand at that Hustle, time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we built, a, we built a report in and, you know, drinking, lean and all that mm -hmm. shit um, back then. And then I ended up, I ended up meeting, you know, Wayne maybe a little wise after that. Not that long mm. ago. Have you guys obviously done the record? Um, mm -hmm. What was that session like? We weren't in together. Okay. It, it, Mike Will too, Mike man. That's Will? crazy. Mike Will put it together. I did some, and Mike Will put it together for me. But I, me and um, BG, we Facetime and all that. I just didn't try to like record it and put it everywhere <laughs> yeah. and all that. But we had a good long conversation. Yeah, that's a, that's a friend of mine, and we did when he was locked up too, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I tell, this one, this is not my first time communicating with him. Okay. Mm -hmm. So back to the solo effort. Like, what, what's the outlook? For that, like, what, what, what's the goal? Oh man, it's gonna, it's already, man. I already kind of got it put together. Okay, it's, it's, I'm excited, man. <laughs> I am. I'm you got excited. the vision already. Yes, man. Mm. It's gonna be dope too. Okay. Yeah, man. I got it together the title. I'm, I'm working with the, like some of the arrangement and everything, but it feels, I mean, it has some samples that need to be cleared, like everything else. But I'm, but I'm happy about it. The next project I'm putting out is that static project. You know what I'm okay. saying? But it's a lot of upgrading, moving around some stuff like that so it's, it's actually fun it's actually really really fun fun to be working on this it's like no trap drums no whatsoever you know mm. but mm. i'm i'm able to i'm able to navigate through that you know i'm 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 i'm, I'm a really good rapper man yeah i'm a really good rapper <laughs> how have you gotten better as a rapper in your mind i still think i get better you know i think i got these things that i'm, I'm ultimately good at like if it was sports you know what i'm saying but there's some things i can work with on my offhand you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i think my offhand would be like more like more or less more melodies and stuff like that you know i'm not somebody's gonna come on like to yeah. try to sing the roof mm -hmm. off and then like that my melodies come just if i 
you know, stretch a word or something like that, but it's not really intentional either. I have like this self melody thing. So it's just about, like I said earlier, taking certain creative risks, but also using the studio to make those arrangements and adjustments. You know what I'm saying? Use the studio to make those mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I'm not making a mistake when I put it out. When I put it out, I, I you know I'm already like got yeah. it where I needed to be. Yeah. yeah. So, I, but I do think even where I am now, like like I told B dot, I still really, really, I promise to God, I surprise myself, man. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm say some <laughs> shit and I'm gonna be like, man, what the? I, like I'll talk to. I'm my only child, so I'll talk to myself. I'll be like, well, what the fuck is wrong with you? And but I'll be. <laughs> be talking to me <laughs> but yeah that's that's still where i am right now man and um i don't think i have to like prove that i can out route the next you know top tier rappers mm -hmm. but i've done songs with most of all of them you know, held you and, I, and i done did my thing yeah, yeah. and and still be kind of like you know i'm a pickable i would like to play right. i want to play you know? <laughs> I, I do like those creative risks like mm -hmm. as a fan you know for your next project just putting it out there like you talk about ideas I love what you did on Rap Go to the League, the song Sam. I felt that was very underrated because Thank I never you. saw you talk about that mm -hmm. subject matter. And mm -hmm. I've never really heard anybody talk right. about that. Right. And especially crazy. what you said on the outro. I was like, okay, I didn't know about taxes like that. So mm -hmm. I felt like that record really helped me understand it just a little bit more clear. That's dope. Thank you, man. Yeah. yeah. So how, how, how do we say this? How, and I think Hope does a good job of this and maybe Ross a little bit, but how to balance the a cool way of teaching. Mm -hmm. Because that's what rap kind of, that's what Nas does. That's what rap is really kind of supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. Like one of my homeboys, kids came over and uh, it just, I mean, he's like not a kid, he's 23 or 24, but he was listening to um, Long Story Short on our album. And he said, oh mm -hmm. man, yeah. I had to look up vicariously. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's telling his dad, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to I had to Google vicariously today. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, this is you know, but what you're saying is that, like, you know, find a cool way to spread some game, so to speak. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And um, I don't I don't mind that. I got a couple songs. That's crazy. You said I do got a couple songs kind of in those those okay. lines where it's not too preachy. Yeah, yeah. Not too preachy, but it's just some it's just some game in there. Yeah. But that's but almost you your place that. in the game though, if you think mm -hmm. about it. It's like what is that transition like that you like Yeah. You was the one trying to get in. Now you you're in and you're the establishment in a sense. Like yeah. you're the standard. Yeah. What did you think that transition is in a sense? Uh being being you gotta be transparent. You gotta be transparent with, with, with what you're doing, where you are, you know what I'm saying? The uh the whether it's whether it's doing an interview at can at the Candyland or saying mm -hmm. Esco, whatever, it just got to be like this. Is what's going on? Be and real. whether an artist like is saying they get it, they get it. Mm -hmm. We don't open up a bunch of lounges in Atlanta since Esco been open. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> people are people get what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that's kind of like my way of spreading game. Whether I actually articulated in a verse or not, I'm so transparent. It's like. You know, I'm just I'm out. I'm I'm in Atlanta. I'm out here. I'm just showing people what the possibilities would be. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like keeping anything took. I, I, I'm you know, I, like I said, I might announce it, announce it when it's time to announce. But for the most part, I'm you know, you know, you know how many artists came here. I mean, how you get this shit, man? I'll pull the I'll pull to do this. I'll pull and I, I just like this is what happened, mm -hmm. bro. You know, yeah. this, or this is the process. You know, yeah. so I don't I have a problem. That. I don't have a problem like sharing information that's a big problem in our community but i don't i don't think i got a problem with that i don't have a problem but you with said that. the hustle is genetic so 
It is though. My my mom, my mom, my mom, my mom. You know, obviously my mom, and my dad. They did the trap thing, but then my mom's mom them did the bootleg house where they sold liquor mm-hmm. when you weren't supposed to. So when I think about it, I, I you know my kids not gonna have to really sell anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when I think about it, it's just something that that I that I feel like that we all should do when around now anyway like. I talk about selling drugs a, a lot of my raps because a, a lot of my life, I actually, to, to the point where it's hard for me to believe it. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Mm. But I talk about it also with an ED, like in past tense. Mm. I don't really think it's cool right now. I didn't think it was, matter of fact, when I did sell drugs, it wasn't cool. You like, didn't tell everybody. You like played right. crazy. You mm-hmm, didn't like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When I was around like Luda or something like that, I didn't tell them niggas I had though. Jay outside waiting on me. Mm-hmm. I was just like, hey man, I'm about to run run to the store right quick or whatever that, that excuse was. And so, um, and that's another thing. Um, not even just like with with using the past and whatever happened in the past as far as trauma and stuff like that. Now figuring out a way to um not do like I see a lot of people because right now I'm in the process of working on a book and a film. Oh, wow. But okay. these things that I'm working on are not based on who went through the most pain, who went through the most trauma, who who the toughest, who had the toughest background or whatever that is, you know what I'm saying? Because when I think about trauma um, a lot with men, we, we talk about, you know, we'll talk about, you know, whatever that we were dealing with in the household. When you talk about trauma with a, with a woman, she could go into a, something that, that we can't even be on the same level with. Mm-hmm. So the presentations that I'm gonna present with the book and with the film and about me trying to out um out gangster nobody out tough nobody or nothing like that actually my my book is going to really be um a different angle than what you've heard a lot of people that's like me put out mm. let me just say that mm. without telling too much and as far as the film space i would say that in the same space it's not some i'm not in the film i'm just inking it seeing it through and all of that stuff but at the same time it's not based off uh you know it's some stuff in there but it's not based off like this is the most gangstest grungiest stuff like you right. know what i mean i'm i'm really i'm really in this into in this creative space you know what i'm saying i'm really just yeah. being into something that's just putting dope stuff together you know what i mean curating dope stuff that's where i am right now mm-hmm. in life yeah whether it's curating the cl- this this how this looks mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just into cure rain shit right. right now, for real. Candy Land. Candy Land. Mm-hmm. I love this place, man. <laughs> stick, stick, stick around for tonight. You know, Chase, I always want to know this as a rapper and a business owner, right? Like with the rise of streaming and like the, the, the fall of gatekeeping, right? How important is the strip club still when it comes to music? Like for breaking new music, rather. Mm, that's a good one, man. Y'all can't even focus focused today, baby. Y'all got some good ones, man. Cause streaming is a whole nother world. Mm. Streaming is a whole nother world, and it, and it, and it's an error thing. But I think what I'm starting to see in in all the spaces is kind of like, and I hate to use, um, let me just like, you see, old older talent or talent before me or whatever. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things they do, the fans just they grow with them so they're able to still go on to they would still sell merch they're able to still do stuff like that in a in a crazy sense the strip club has a similar thing hmm. not so much the females 
but the actual people that attend strip clubs who attended them five or ten years ago they still might pop out to go to a strip club because the energy in the strip club has always been i just want to go somewhere and chill where ain't a lot of people mm -hmm. i just want to hear some music have a drink and if a naked girl walked by <laughs> That'll be really cool. Mm. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, ain't nobody low like key. Ain't nobody, yeah, low key. Ain't nobody like yeah. I'm, I want to go spend. I want to go throw away five thousand. That's yeah. not the mentality of most people that come in the strip club, yes. bro. They like I'm gonna go in here eat, watch the game, blah blah blah. Just I'm not. I'm, I'm. They actually like I'm too old to go to the other the club where you know. So yeah. at, when you say that, I'm thinking, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking about us. A lot of people that I see coming here, and it's like we all growing up. To, the, together you know what i'm saying it's like the, the even the strip i guess the strip club fan base or whatever they grow up and still mm. you know kind of want to you know they still come out it's not so much where like a lot of the young cats come out 22 23 and throw 2000 like yeah. happen in the past i don't see that a lot yeah because like you know artists like a jeezy you know his songs got broken in the strip club and you know yeah. artists as well and it's like i don't know if it's still the same like, mm -hmm. like the attitudes or you, you you will hear songs but I think it's, I think it's, I don't, I don't think it's here first. It used to be here first. Right. Like, it used yeah. to be here first. Yeah. And then it was here first because the people, it was some, besides the people that were just coming to chill, it was some movers and shakers mm. and, and that would come to strip clubs. You know Using what I'm saying? for that. Yeah, yeah. because it's, 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 it's not pe many people getting killed in the strip club, beat up, none of that shit. It's like, this is really a place you can come. You just smell like smoke when you leave. Your clothes still look the same. You know, it's really like that. You really, it's really like that, man. When you just think about the probability of going to a strip club, going and leaving, getting home safely, there's a very high chance instead of going to a club, boom, 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 boom. Man, what's up, man? What, can, what you doing? Catch you out, all that old energy. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. very rare in here because really only the girls supposed to be dancing. Mm. So ain't nobody got no business really bumping into you, stepping on your shoes and stuff. That's my philosophy on things. Right. Yeah. You know, so I think that's why, um, um, but I, but as far as music, I, I don't hear the first song. I'm now I ain't gonna lie at uh, at Esco, and that might be based on the DJs. I've heard songs in there that I have never heard and been like, who is in it? I mean, mm -hmm. a month later, that should be out of here. But I think that's based off the the particular DJ. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm that saying? When I think about it, it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the because I've heard man when um uh when uh man club club God beat Kings first. Like he'd he been doing his thing, yeah. but when he had to like when the run come with the eat me out and all them mm -hmm. little the songs like that, yeah. man, I would be in Esco and everybody around me that would be just, you know, I'm like, man, who who is this? And it was a couple, it was another artist. A couple of artists, but I remember that stand. I remember asking, like, who is this? And I remember it was a couple other artists, but in the strip club, I think it's uh, maybe secondary now. Mm. Mm -hmm. Let me be honest. Well, first things first is this Collie Grove 2, man. Woo! Make sure everyone go stream that, buy it. Saying. Please do. Are you guys yeah. going to a tour for this? Yeah, we're going to a tour. Okay. Yeah, okay. We're going to a tour. That's going to be fun, too. But Top the, of next we, year? Yeah. We're trying to, uh, you know, get it all together, rock, write all that stuff. But a tour is, is necessary for this project. I got some ideas for that, too. But a tour is necessary for the project. Mm -hmm. um, and then he, you know, he got the Carter Six coming. Ooh, I, got, yeah. I got my, yeah. I mean, you know he can rap, right? Yeah, so I heard. Yeah, yeah he can rap. You both are pretty good. You both are <laughs> yeah, pretty good, yeah. these guys. I like, I like to, I like to pat myself on the back too, though. <laughs> they ain't get Does washed. It get competitive with the verses when you like every time. You verse to each other. Does it like, ever? <laughs> man, I don't want nobody to look at our phone. Man, our phone full of like you our phone is full of shit. You off the record? Our is phone crazy. is full of shit. 
but it's like, man, home. He's he's man. It's just like it's dope, man. It's dope, man. You know, what I mean? and I'm sure now you're in doing... a rap group with Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Emma, I ain't thinking about in the rap group it. with yeah, Lil Wayne. Yeah, that's 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 cool. I ain't never seen boy. Titty boy. Titty in a rap boy, group with Lil Wayne. And Lil that's... Wayne's in a rap group with Titty boy. Mm -hmm. Hello. And I ain't getting washed now. I ain't getting oh, washed no, now. I'm, sta I'm standing. On, I'm standing on business. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. I'm, I'm standing on business, man. He getting washed, man. Nah. What do you think that the, when you look back? I mean, you're gonna do more albums after. Like, what, mm -hmm. what do you think that these Collie Grove projects are winning? What, is, what does that mean to your career and your legacy? You think when you look at it. You got the one cover with my face, his tattoo. You got the other cover with his face, my beard. Um, we we just we brothers like that, man. And yeah. it was good that we had an era where we can go back and sit like we we put some because man, the music the, the music, although like all the music we do, it we, we it has a time capsule and you can like go back and kind of remember what was going on. It's just something you know really special about just working with somebody that really don't have to do nothing no more, mm -hmm. but still does it every day, very passionately at yeah. a very high level. You know what I'm saying? And so being able to come into that world and like I say, still sharp and still, and uh, and you know like if you don't know like he's someone that's like playing a guitar right here and rapping and, and then recording that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, doing all type of stuff, you know? And so it's just about not believing in having a, like a glass ceiling. I think that's what mm. this project just proved. Like it's no such thing as a, as a glass ceiling. You know what I'm saying? We just, you know, we, we standing on, on whatever we have to stand on, but it's yeah, just a blessing, man. Uh, and when you say being in a group with Lil Wayne, really think about it like that. But I guess currently, Ran ghost, ran ghost, man. Ghost, ran ghost, ghost yeah. and Ray. Yeah, somebody actually hit tech was like, y'all need to, we need to go out with them and do some stuff. That'll be cool Ooh. too. What made I you like, do that with the whole shame on it? Like, did we ask about? I'm a Wu Tang fan. You know, yeah, yeah. to go I'm all in, but to go all in with. I that. went all in. I changed my tone. I was in there like, <laughs> shame on a, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I was on all that. Um, and actually, Dollar put me on them. I wasn't on Wu Tang. I was somebody that was only listened to like Atlanta music for a long time. And I then you telling me this. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. I, I never forget. I knocked on Dollar <laughs> door, and his mom was like, "His door was made when you open the door. It was steps go straight to his room." His mom was like, "He up there." <laughs> Listen to something, man. I never forget, bro. You got to thank somebody from Atlanta. I want you. I want to put you where I was at. I'm young. I'm from Atlanta, <laughs> and he's listening to Jizza. Mm. Liquid, liquid swords. swords and it's yeah. it's all that yeah. i don't when know mcs came yeah, yeah. Droom, droom, droom. yeah. So, so you gotta yeah. think when i look up them steps <laughs> i'm not knowing i'm like what it's a video game yeah. but he explained to me that they trapped too that's really what he trying to Hello. tell me he like mm -hmm. bro you gotta Hello. listen he's like bro them folks you know they don't know talking about doing snoring and everything so yeah. dollar trying to bro the folks trapped too, bro. They trapped just like we trapped. He <laughs> trying to tell me that I, I, I can't even get, I can't even. The sonics. Yeah, yeah I can't even get, yeah. you know, through it. But he he kind of, he the one put me in there like, bro, you got to listen. Home said he doing this. They out, they doing we, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, that's how I got put on it. And then mm. start being like, ooh, mm. damn. Damn, you know what I mean? When I started being able to like read their language, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but connect. Yeah. yeah, it did. I, they was like some some street dudes, so to speak. So, 100%. but yeah, that, that's what it was to redo that to pay homage to them. Yeah, it's big time. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Collie Grove two.
Chance, thank you, brother. We thank appreciate you, you brother. Appreciate you, appreciate man. Appreciate you, man. Thank Make sure y'all yeah, stream that, rare. man. One of the best this year. Yes, yes, yes. Thank y'all, man. Two so, Chase. Rap Radar Podcast. Yeah. True. Rap Radar is Interval Presents original production from Hyperhouse, produced by Laura Wasser. Hosts and producers, Elliot Wilson and Brian B. Miller. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Executive producer, Paul Rosenberg. Editing and sound design by Dylan Alexander Freeman. Recording engineer, Gray Paul. Visual directors, Sammy DeLille and Caleb Seals. Operations lead, Sarah Yu. Business development lead, Sheffy Allen Swag. And marketing lead, Samara Still. Make sure to follow Rap Radar and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.